0: Previously, on growing up Gilmore. Does she say mm-hmm. that they make love underneath the gazebo? Or am I adding that in my head? She's like, well, I'm guessing you guys still like have like the same sleeping arrangement. I don't know if you do, but if you don't, that's fine. I don't really want to get him into it either. <laughs> and he goes, so I'm depressing you. She goes, <clears throat> finally gets the point. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: He can literally pinpoint the day she will die. And Lorelei goes, Go on. Ask her the questions. <laughs> I love you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Growing Up Gilmore. My name is Amy. And this is Elise. And this week we are discussing Season 1, Episode 7, The Breakup Part 2. I always thought it was interesting that this episode is called Part 2, even though... The episode prior is mm-hmm. not labeled part one, but I suppose they don't want to call it the breakup because then what, what are we going to assume?
0: Yeah. Cause we didn't, title? we had no idea they were going to break up. Right. So that was kind of a big shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I think
1: I that's do cool. Too. I think um, the last episode kind of left us not so much on like a cliffhanger, but just uh, what's going to happen now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like we've never, we've never seen Rory go through a breakup what kind of person is she going to be mm-hmm. when she's broken up with? It's good character development in this episode. Sure. And I think
0: we get to see the difference between Lorelai and Rory and how they handle breakups. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Rory it's just it's such a different person mm-hmm. by the end of the series. And yeah. it's kind of fun now we're getting to this part where it's like, where is the evolution of how Rory seemed like such a good Mm -hmm. person and then went kind of down down a very skewed path a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think the podcast will make it a little more obvious to us watching this time because we're Mm -hmm. looking for that kind of thing. I do wonder what episode is it where we're going to see that, like, shift. Yeah. I think the Mm -hmm. obvious choice for people is when she sleeps with Dean. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But oh no, I think, I think it's, it's way before that, it is way, way before that, and I would even venture to say it's when she kisses Jess mm-hmm. at the wedding. Yeah, yes, but I would, would probably think it started before that, even too. Yeah, yeah, um, there's seedlings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, and a lot of people do not like Rory, it seems like. Yeah, TikTok, she gets a lot of hate yeah. on TikTok. You know, I don't know if I would definitely want her. In, as my friend but I love watching her story mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. I, I don't know I like I like when characters go a little bit deviant just because I think it's fun television
1: Well and I think too it shows Rory's kind of a late bloomer mm-hmm. And look at her mom was deviant at 16. Mm-hmm. So Rory's kind of very put off from being deviant as a teenager because mm-hmm. of how her mom was as a teenager. Yeah. So I think she's kind of a late bloomer in that sense. Mm-hmm. And that's why it takes a little bit more time for her to find that spark in her yeah. that makes her a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Because I, I would say that ethic wise, I feel like. Lorelai has more. Yes. But I can see how it's almost like the next generation expands upon what's already kind of there in Lorelai because there's some things that are kind of iffy with Lorelei too. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. So I don't know if it's just kind of an evolution thing almost, but... Mm-hmm. Or if it's just fun TV. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it can be.
1: I mean, I have faith that Amy knew where this was going, you know, Mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, she didn't really know where it was going originally, Mm -hmm. but I do think once... These characters were developed more, and she had a sense of where people were going to grow from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think she had this journey in mind for them. I feel like it is very normal for a teenage girl, boy, however they identify, to stray from the path once Mm -hmm. in a while. It happens. And I think it's realistic. I don't think we can expect a character to stay on that same path. But where does the shift happen? And I think Lorelai has more ethics because she's older, too. And look at how much longer she lived in
0: that, like, society. I don't think that leaves you. Yeah, but, I mean, true. But Rory does come back in the revival around her mother's age.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and she's and it's different she doesn't seem very ethical right right <laughs> without giving yeah. too much on but I'm really excited to see why what are the reasons Rory kind of turns out the way she does mm-hmm. is it because she's a little bit less emotion based than mm-hmm. Lorelai and she's more you know hmm. I don't, it's fun. I don't yeah. know if, it, if we'll see anything exactly in this episode, but I don't know. Your first breakup always kind of changes you a little bit. Your first dramatic
1: Yeah, breakup. your first
0: dramatic, yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: That was a, quite a lot. Yeah. That was I, a deep dive right away. I had
0: no idea. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, Elise,
0: who is the writer and director for this episode? Okay, the director is Nick Mark. So Nick Mark has directed Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> yep. Roswell, Malcolm in the Middle, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I just want to quick say that he's directed seven episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and if you are Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Stan, like I am, he has directed some of the best episodes. Okay. Of Buffy, really good ones. Like, oh, it's so great. So I'm so excited because I think this is a really good episode. Yeah, it is a good episode. Um, It's pretty cool. Uh, So then he also directed Monk and Veronica Mars and other things, too. But I just kind of grabbed the big players. Okay. And then our writer is Amy Sherman-Palladino. And then I did pull up a fun fact about her. She was the first woman to win in the comedy, writing, and directing categories at the Primetime Emmy Award. Oh, okay. So for this show? No, for Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, okay. um, It took that long for a woman to win? I think it's... It's like a duo. Like I think it's for both comedy writing and directing. Okay. I think that's okay. Um, what that means. So it was outstanding comedy series, outstanding directing, outstanding writing, and outstanding music supervision. And that's all from marvelous Miss Maisel.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I still can't believe it took that long, though, for a woman to accomplish all of that. Yeah. Or to be recognized. I shouldn't say accomplished, because women accomplish a lot every day. But Mm -hmm. To be acknowledged. To be acknowledged, to be recognized, that's a little ridiculous.
0: Mm -hmm. But... Pretty cool. If anybody's going to do it, you know it's going to be Amy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Also, the day we are recording today is January 29th, and today, seven years ago, is when Lauren Graham posted a picture of the Blue Jacket saying Mm -hmm. the revival was coming back. So cool.
0: Yeah. Do it again! (laughs) I know, please, God. Do it again, please. All
1: right, without further ado, let us get started on The Breakup. Part 2. I think this might be the first episode that actually starts right where we left off in the last one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I think, think that's so a really interesting choice. It's like, we're just going to keep on going with what was happening, keep you involved in the drama, and take it from there. It so, has to be because it's a part two.
0: I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think that's why. Yeah. Because this is our first part two.
1: Yeah, it is. Although, I would, we did argue yeah. that that damn Donna reading Christopher Returns mm-hmm. feels
0: like a part one part two it does but yeah but it's different in the contrast where we we start where we left off exactly exactly
1: so Lorelai is trying to piece together what happened between Dean and Rory and Rory seems like she's in complete shock at this point she's not crying she's not wallowing as Lorelai would like to say she seems more reserved and, like, she's processing. Or just bottling it up. She doesn't want to talk about it. She just says, we just broke up. He didn't want to be my boyfriend anymore. That's that's it. That's all that happened. And Lorelai wants to piece it together and take me through the play-by-play so we can decipher what happened. She's like, nothing happened. We just broke up. She goes into her room. She starts throwing all of this stuff into a box. Anything that reminds her of Dean. The dress from the dance she throws in the box. Colonel Clucker goes in the box. The bracelet goes in the box. And she says she doesn't want to see any of it ever again. Lorelei tells her that she'll get rid of it. It'll sleep with the fishes. Our first Godfather reference. I'm glad that Lorelei doesn't throw it away. She puts it in the closet and puts like a comforter mm-hmm. over it so you can't see it when you're looking. If you're actually looking for it, you know what I mean. I think it's a good choice mm-hmm. because... Lorelai knows this is a young relationship Dean loves Rory I think it's just a blip in well we know it's just a blip they do get back together eventually but it's
0: Lorelai understands that Rory is overreacting that mm-hmm. she needs some time to think about this and yeah yep. you might regret this if you you know Hmm. do you did you keep things I did it for a while yeah, and then I got to a point where I was like, "I don't need this anymore."
1: Yeah, there's something in this room from my last ex.
0: Really? Let
1: mm-hmm. me guess. Okay, I don't it's think it's not you'll the guess. Mickey Mouse
0: hat. No, no. Don't <laughs> expose definitely... us as Disney adults, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh
1: i don't think you'll get it well give
0: me a chance
1: it's even in our engagement photos which is i was like is that like taboo to have wait a you... gift from your ex in your engagement photos but we did it anyway and we're still married
0: so well your engagement oh it must be a book then no it's not a book it can't be a coffee cup it's not a coffee cup oh it's a blanket it's not the blanket
1: Oh, it's... I can see you, like, squinting to look at our engagement pictures across
0: the room. Damn it. I don't... Yeah, I... It's my record player. <gasps> oh, yeah. In the corner. Oh, that's a nice gift. Yeah. I'm a really nice girlfriend. <laughs> Just Oh my gosh, that was, I would have been like, wow, so cool. I never got anything like that. Like my
1: Valentine's Day gift, maybe. I can't remember, but yeah, and I don't want to get rid of it because I'm too lazy to invest in a new one. I mean, it's super cute. But um, I mean, I kept like, I do have somewhere a box of like movie tickets or concert mm-hmm. tickets or things like that. And I, I guess like I've asked my mom about relationships she had before she met my dad or whatever. And I think it's a part of your history, but I don't like need to have a scrapbook about it or anything yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I used to have like a box or whatever. And, mm-hmm i still have a box of things from it's not just dedicated to a person right it's just dedicated to memories of whatever yeah um but i mean i don't know i'm just not that type of person that needs to keep a box of memories of a past relationship yeah well and i
1: think too i am more of like a a of mental person Mm -hmm. so even if I got rid of everything in the room that reminded me of that person they're still in my head yeah it doesn't help me process any better to not see things because I can still see them
2: Mm -hmm. and I, I
1: think there's nothing
0: wrong with keeping a box full of stuff
1: Later on, we learn that Lorelai does have a box
0: herself mm-hmm. with
1: things in it. And of all of her men,
0: <laughs> yeah, from all of her men. And I, I want to start doing that. Actually, that's my new thing. Okay, I love that's that. So I'm gonna say, if I meet any guy on Bumble, <laughs> to go on our one day, I'm gonna keep whatever. So I'm just gonna be like, this is this is a a napkin that. This sounds um.
1: borderline serial killer ish (laughs) what (laughs) you're like keeping
0: mementos yeah like uh, from all my victims yeah okay (laughs) just kidding no i know but no i i mean and sometimes i i think that lorelei is kind of like it it's probably not that serious so let's hold on to this stuff yeah i agree Yeah, I
1: agree. I think she knows that Rory needs to process and come around to things still. So it's going to take time. She doesn't want to get rid of the box because in the back of her mind, she thinks this is just like a pause. Mm Mm-hmm. It will come back to what it needs, to what it was, where they were. They'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But I do appreciate that she's not pushing it too much in the moment right now.
0: Yeah, she's just putting it in the closet and let's have a rational mind before we dispose of this stuff. Yeah. And if we need to burn it someday, we can. Yep, exactly.
1: Are you an early riser on the weekends too? Usually, okay. I can
0: six a.m. early riser. uh, That's if I'm being the person that I want to be. Yes, I (laughs) like
1: that response.
0: (laughs) I feel like if I'm in a good like if I'm just on a good path, like yeah, mentally and weather wise, just yeah, uh, lots of different. If I'm doing what I want to want to be doing, ideally, yes, I'm up by six. Okay. How about me- you? Um, I
1: like to sleep in, but sleeping in for me is like 7.30, 8. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'll get up at 6 if yeah. I have something to do. That's mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. It just depends on how late I was up the night before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's sometimes I'll be up late. Like really late. Yeah. So I'm not getting up at 6. Yeah.
1: This scene reminds me of getting Bryn out of bed in the morning. (laughs) He is not a a. 6am weekend. He's not even a a. 6am weekday person. But Rory comes upstairs, wakes up Lorelai with this sense of urgency, like, we have things to do. I've got a list of stuff I want to get done. Lorelai still has that damn fuzzy clock, Mm -hmm. and she looks at it, and it says 6 a.m. She's like, it's 6 a.m. on a Saturday, and they have this back-and-forth argument on... Sunday is the day of rest, but Saturday is the day of pre-rest. So you can be really rested come your rest day on Sunday. And Rory's like, no, I have things I want to do. We are now seeing that she is just locking up her feelings and pushing them aside. Yeah. Because
0: it's easier to just push it aside than deal with it head on. Mm -hmm. Well, she started this even in the previous scene. Right. She got right to business. Right. And she is staying on that track
1: yep so Lorelai's like fine I will play along with this today because I know you went through a lot when Lorelai comes downstairs she notices Rory has redecorated she rearranged all the furniture in the living room when I am like really down Uh I want to rearrange furniture so I get it that to me is like girl I feel you on that Big time. Oh, are you doing okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Lorelai points out, we can't really watch the television with the way you have rearranged the living room. We know it's going to go back to the way it was. Whatever. Lorelai keeps pushing today. And I think she's being a little bit harder on Rory today about wallowing. Mm -hmm. She says, your first breakup is a big deal. It's something that needs to be mourned. You need to wallow, eat snacks, pizza, ice cream, stay in your pajamas, watch watch a sad movie.
0: Well, although she does throw movies in there that are kind of weird, too. Well, I've never seen any of those movies. Really? I don't think so. Okay, so you have not... I haven't seen them all, either. Okay. Okay. But I have been working on the TikTok, but they're weird. Some of them are kind of like the champ. Yeah. It's like, it's a a kid, I think, because I have not seen that either. But it's about this little boy and this boxer dies in it. Okay. They're just weird. sad movies. Have you haven't seen Old Yeller?
1: Oh, I've seen Old okay. Yeller. Old Yeller.
0: Uh, when
1: I taught sixth grade, we had to read Old Yeller to our students that was the worst experience reading to a class I have ever had. Um, yeah. Like why are we reading this? This is the saddest book ever in like a small town where people love dogs. I know. Oh, it, was it always
0: makes me think of that episode of Friends. Have you seen that one where Phoebe realizes her mom used to always turn yes. off yeah, sad parts of movies so she's like i'm gonna watch old she's like she got so mad because she watched old yeller and she's like he shot his dog yeah <laughs> i like, do so remember upset. that yeah, some of the i just couldn't figure out the ishtar because reference because like I haven't seen Ishtar either and that did not seem like a sad movie interesting it seems kind of like a goofy comedy yeah yeah
1: Lorelai keeps pushing Rory says you can't make me wallow I don't want to spend my time even thinking about having a boyfriend I need to get back to having Harvard be on the forefront of what I'm doing I've wasted too much time now and this is I need to keep my eye on the prize and Lorelai says, well, I really admire your attitude. They go back. They start looking at the list. Lorelei asks her if she can see the list. And she's looking at the list, making comments about things on the list, and finally asks if she can make a minor adjustment to the list. And she writes, wallow at the bottom of the list. Hesitantly gives it back to Rory. And Rory crosses it off right away and says, I'm not wallowing today. That's not what we're doing today. We have errands to run today. We have things
0: we need to do. I kind of love this. Yeah. I kind of love that Rory doesn't want to wallow. Yeah. I know that she needs to, like, I get why she needs to or what Lorelai's saying. But I think that it's kind of, I wish I would have done stuff like this more when I was younger.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Just keep. Just do something that makes you feel good. Yeah. You don't have to, like, necessarily give in to all your emotions and be depressed. Sure. What do you think? I guess, Am I being weird? No, I don't
1: think so. I just, I know me, I would do this exact same thing, and it's a, deflective behavior and then
0: it all comes crashing
1: down and then when it comes crashing down it really comes down hard Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to dive into survival mode just to Mm -hmm. like get through and sort
0: things out and figure it out and i i think if for me it's hard once i go into wallow mode to get out of it right and it's Mm -hmm. yeah i'd rather be productive and feel good.
1: Yeah. Well, same. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I think Rory still is figuring things out. Yeah. And Lorelai knows better. She knows she needs to wallow, but she's got to let Rory figure it out for herself Mm -hmm. and let Rory come to that on her own. Yeah. So it's just hard. I'm sure it's hard for Lorelai to
0: see Rory feeling this way. That's probably what she was expecting Mm -hmm. to do that weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She was probably kind of excited for the food a little bit, too. Yeah, totally, (laughs)
1: totally. But I think that's why, like, the writing is so great because it really plays up this back and forth of, you know, bottling up or wallowing. Which is better? Which is more important? What do you need to do to get through this situation? And Amy does a great job of showing both sides of it without one being right or one being wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's really respectable because I think oftentimes we're told this is how it has to be done if you don't do it that way. It's the wrong way to grieve. It's the wrong way to move on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Amy presents it in a way that's like both of these ways are okay and you just have to listen to yourself and take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that's really commendable.
0: Yeah. And I think also entertainment wise. Yeah. It's a lot funner to watch it progress this way. Yes. Rather than just being like, here's a dramatic episode for a whole hour of wallowing and crying.
1: Right. Yeah. This is not a wallowing show. Mm-mm. So it's nice that we get
0: that both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really well thought out. Yeah. For being titled The Breakup Part Two, it's actually a pretty upbeat episode.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The Gilmore Girls are out and about,
1: wandering the streets, and Lorelai is amazed at the amount of people that are up and at them in Stars Hollow this early in the morning. They're discussing uh, going to Luke's and getting coffee and starting their day, getting through their list. Rory stops them because she can't go their normal route because that goes past the market and she can't remember if Dean is working today. So then Lorelai suggests a different route. She goes, no, we can't take that route because sometimes he plays football with his friends in the morning if he's not working at the market and I can't remember. Then she suggests a different route and says we can't take that way because Dean lives on that street and they end up walking through like some weird garbage alleyway to get into Luke's the back way. I am thankful that I have never been in the situation where I've had to avoid an ex like that. That's why I never want to date anybody at work. Yeah, completely. Well, and I took a big risk dating my roommate. Yeah. But I had a feeling that was like going to be the end game anyway. So, it was fine. I was willing to take the risk. He was worth the risk. I do think that's pretty
0: typical. Uh Uh-huh. In a small town, hard to do. Yeah. Hard to avoid someone. It's like, I don't want to see you. It is the worst when you see an ex. It's like, ugh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is that awkward? Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: especially because no one really knows the circumstances as to why they broke up.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think Rory is internally reflecting on that and being like, it's my fault that we broke up. Yeah. Because I couldn't say I love you back. Which, as an adult, I can... We can recognize that is a crappy reason to break up with someone. Mm -hmm. But when you're a teenager, that's everything. She's taking the blame, yeah. Yep. I'm sure she doesn't want to see him because she knows that he's hurting. Because she couldn't say she loves him back. And she's hurting because it's over. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, But Lorelai plays along with it and is just along for the ride. So I think she knows... At the end of all of this, there's going to be an end point to this, like, manic shopping, list making, ignoring the real big picture here. <laughs> we are at Luke's Diner, and I'm just going to preface this by saying this is probably one of my favorite scenes in season one. It's a long one, but it's excellent. And it is packed There are people everywhere, and Lorelai's like, I've never seen any of these people. And Rory says, it's the 6 a.m. crowd. Why would she have seen any of these people? (laughs) Luke is nowhere to be found, but Rachel makes herself known pretty early on by giving them each a coffee mug, pouring them a cup of coffee, saying that she told Luke to sleep in and... They Rest. were up
0: late and up late.
1: Yeah, they were up so late and she gave him two Tylenol PM and he went to sleep.
2: She's
0: like,
1: "Oh, yeah." Mm-hmm. Walking oh. around in his apron with a flannel shirt on, which could not be his shirt. We decided she's way too small and he's too like he's what, he's masculine. He's very tall and yeah, broad so, and but she's still fulfilling the the part. Yeah. They grab a table, they sit down, and Rory says she feels like everyone is looking at her, like everyone knows what happened. Lorelai tells her that's ridiculous. There's no way that all of these people know what happened. But she said, if you want to go home, we can go home right now. Rory reminds her that she is not going to wallow. She does not want to wallow today. Lorelai tells her that she's going to get up and order them some food. And she runs into Miss Patty. And Miss Patty says, oh, how are you? And Lorelai immediately knows that Miss Patty knows what happened. And Lorelai, being the smart woman that she is, knows that if she tells Patty to tell everyone to not bring it up, everyone will know in ten minutes. Like, don't talk to Rory about it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Miss Patty said she feels responsible because she thought they made such a good couple, and she got him the job at the market and all of this stuff, and whatever. Luke shows up. He walks downstairs in his blue flannel with his Lorelai baseball cap. And talks to Lorelai and she says, oh, yeah, Rachel looks good in your apron. And he says, yeah, she does have a good habit of fitting in wherever she is. That's kind of an interesting comment to make mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh, yeah, it's
0: nice of her to, you know, help out or
2: or Whatever. she used to
0: help out before that's what I was expecting him to say yeah is that she's done this a million times and
1: but instead he implies that she's kind of a chameleon and she's just, good at everything yeah it's I don't know it just doesn't feel like a boyfriend thing to say
0: mm-hmm. it's it, it seems a little underhanded
2: mm-hmm
0: almost because he had his whole thing with Rachel is that she never stays place she doesn't want to stay place in one place. No, she moves on quickly. Yeah, and she's really good at just do- doing whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of more the implication of that comment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: think. I think so, too.
1: Lorelai asks him to make his chocolate chip pancakes, and Luke wants to know what the occasion is, and Lorelai tells him that Dean broke up with Rory, and Luke is very upset and goes into this little tiff of, does he think he's going to do better than Rory? <laughs> and he goes you know what i'm going to put whipped cream on the pancakes
0: and like get <laughs> I'm going like, to put extra i'm going to put extra chocolate chips yeah
1: so. and he's like hasta la vista adiós we're moving on <laughs> whatever when Lorelei turns around to go back to the table she discovers that kirk is standing over rory talking about how much he hates dean's face dean's hair Everything, And then apologizes to Lorelai for not voicing his concerns sooner. And it's like, Kirk, read the room. Of course he would be the last one to know, not to talk to Rory about it. But he apologizes to Lorelai and says he cannot leave the table until she accepts his apology. She accepts, they sit down, and Lorelai asks her again. Do you want to go home and... And Rory says, do not say the word wallow. I do not want to do that today. It cuts to Luke pouring coffee and he sees Dean coming from across the street headed towards the diner. And Luke sets the coffee down with urgency and rushes out the door. Luke tells (laughs) Dean he's not coming inside. He is exercising his right to refuse service to him and Dean's like I'm not even inside yet like what are you and he's like do you think I'm joking do I look like I'm smiling and Dean's like well you're not that's not exactly different from the norm you're not exactly like the town crackpot like what's the deal and they end up like arm wrestling or not arm wrestling but like having each other hooked around the waist With their heads, like... Like a headlock. A headlock, basically, each other. And they're, like, fighting in a circle and going, like, around and around. (laughs) It cuts back to... Which I love this directing choice. Cuts back to Rory and Lorelai sitting at the table talking about the situation. And all you see in the window, through the window, is Luke and
0: Dean fighting. Yeah, and Lorelai's... I... Lorelai's, like... I'm pretty sure not everyone is concerned about you and Dean's breakup. Yeah. And then she looks and she's like, Oh my God. And She almost goes spits up, her coffee out.
1: Like runs outside and pulls Luke off. And all he says is he started it. And she's like, he's 16. What are you doing? <laughs> having a slap fight in the middle of the street?
0: Like. Yeah. He probably could get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She pulls Luke off of him and pulls him aside and Rory asks Dean if he's okay, and he's like, "I'm fine." Oh. And she's like, "Oh, okay." Um, and she keeps talking, and then he goes, "I gotta go." He's
0: like so rude to her; won't even look at her. No, nope. oh, I gotta go.
1: Yeah, I know you're hurting, but she's not being mean. Yeah, she didn't have to ask if you were okay. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I know you wouldn't have. <laughs> Luke, for some reason, must think that Dean is going to go back into the diner because he, like, kind of goes after Dean again. And Lorelai's like, What are you doing? Get inside, get inside. And, like, pushes mm-hmm. him inside like he's a mad dog or something. Yeah. She looks at Rory, and Rory is clearly upset. She doesn't want the whole town to hate Dean. I don't think she thought about the repercussions that their relationship would have in a small town because she is, like we've said before, the star's hollow princess. Mm -hmm. And everyone loves Rory. He's new and has no ties to anything in the town. So, of course, they're going to pick Rory's side no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I think that bothers Rory because she feels like it's her fault they broke up in the first place. This scene ends with Lorelai... Kind of trying to push what just happened aside and say, let's get the list out. We've got a lot of stuff to do. If we don't get it all done, I'm going to wake you up at 6 a.m. tomorrow so we can finish it. So let's get started. And they start working on the list. And I think Lorelai's like, all right, if she's not going to wallow, maybe she sees the beginnings of wallowing after that whole debacle between Luke and Dean. And she's like, all right, let's just keep going with the day, see what happens, and we'll go
0: from there. Oh, yep. Also, I think it's important to bring up uh, Rory saying, um, okay, so Lorelai is like, you need to wallow. I can tell by the look on your face. Oh, yes.
1: Thank you. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Bring this up. So Rory goes, yeah, it's the same look that you had when you you broke up with Max. Mm -hmm. How long did you wallow for? And Lorelai's, like, caught off guard because she knows she didn't really right. do that. Right.
1: And she's like, oh, I don't know. And Rory's, like, ballpark figure. And she's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. And she's like, could you be any more vague? Because <laughs> that, yeah, thank you. That does play a big part later on in the episode, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we get to see, although Lorelai knows Rory needs to wallow, she is also very good at bottling that stuff
2: up.
0: Yeah. Until so, totally. So is this why she's getting a little bit more on the bandwagon of let's get stuff done on the list? I think so. I think so because now she feels bad too, mm-hmm.
1: and it's a, a mutual understanding now. Mm-hmm. Of, More mirroring almost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we, it, it's like we look at that, the logical side of it of we need Rory to mourn this relationship so she can move on. But Rory trying to bring it back to I need like a, a concrete example of how long it takes mm-hmm. to move on. And Lorelai can't provide her with that. Well,
0: yeah, because as an audience, all we saw was Lorelai crying in bed. Mm-hmm. And Rory comes to comfort her, which is kind of similar how when Rory came in mm-hmm. and said, so mm-hmm. we broke up and she cries into her to Lorelai's shoulders. Yeah. Um, so did she wake up the next morning and was just like, I don't want to talk about it? you know yeah because we don't really get to see any aftermath with that nope. she seemed like max was gone bye and yep. as an audience we're like okay he's bu- he's gone good bye <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm.
1: see you later hasta la vista yeah yeah
0: you it know- is also different when you're older though too mm-hmm. it just is a lot different yeah i think so too. breakups are so much easier you're not i don't know i mean I, if it's a super long i'm not always, obviously. It depends on the circumstances. But her and Max but weren't together very long. So, no. no. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a good point, too. Like, Rory has not been through a breakup before. Lorelai has been through plenty of breakups at this point to be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But for some reason, she is still hung up on Max, and it took Rory asking her how long it took her to get over Max for her to realize maybe she's not over him yet. Mm-hmm. the Gilmore girls are back home with the list completely accomplished and Rory says that she appreciates a job well done she grabs an air freshener and she says I'm going to set this up come in my room five in five minutes and sniff it and see how it smells so she shuts the door and gets that set up immediately Babette comes in and she's looking for Rory because she wants to comfort her and tell her it's going to be okay. Lorelai pushes her outside and says she's going to be fine. And Babette says, I just want to tell her that sometimes you got to kiss a lot of frogs before you get to your prince. And I was treated wrong by a lot of men. And Lorelai's like, yeah, yeah. And she goes, no, honey, I was pushed out of a moving car once. (laughs) Oh my God. Poor Babette. I know. Lorelai's like, I'll let her know that you stopped by, but I think she's going to be okay. And Rory hears Lorelai talking to Babette and goes goes back into her room, shuts her door, she sits on her bed, and you can kind of tell where there's this moment where it's like, should I wallow now, or should I just like keep on pushing through it? And she decides to work on homework and push through it. As she pulls out her books, an invitation drops out of her backpack, which is a callback to the last episode. Because Madeline is having a party tonight, and she comes out and she tells Lorelai that she's going to go to the party. Lorelai's like, are you sure? I think reading the bell jar would be the exact same experience. But Rory argues that she's going to be in school with all of these kids, and she's got to get to know them. Lorelai suggests that she invite Lane with her just in case it doesn't go well so she at least has one person there. Mm-hmm. And Rory says, okay, can I have the car? Can you help me find an outfit to wear? And it's settled. is going to let her go to the party, let her take the car, let her get dressed up. And I think... For Lorelai, it's like, all right, if this is something she wants to do, then I'm not going to stop her from doing it. Yeah. It needs to happen. Maybe this is part of her process of just going and meeting new
0: people. Well, it's interesting because now Rory's maybe thinking, well, maybe I do need to start being friends with or trying to be friends with these people. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if she was still with Dean, I don't think she would have gone to the party. No, I don't think so either. I don't think she would have brought Dean with. Oh, no. She's like, all right,
1: well, then maybe I should just dive into this world. This is a way of putting Harvard first. By being involved and taking part in what's happening with, you know, the students at Chilton. I think that's her way of looking at it right mm-hmm. now. We immediately cut to Rory and Lane getting ready to go to the party And Lane tells Rory that she did see Dean, but she wasn't sure if she should say anything, but if it makes up for it, he looked really, really sad. And Rory tells Lane that she doesn't want Dean to be sad, that she's okay, and... That's kind of where they want to leave it, or where Rory wants to leave it. Lorelai comes in and gives her a necklace and puts it on her, and they're putting blush on and getting ready, you know, the way high schoolers get ready for a party. Or the way, I should say, the way Rory and Lane get ready for a high school party. Mm -hmm. I never went to high school parties. Like, like at somebody's house? Like, not like this kind of party.
0: Oh, yeah, me either. No. I was not allowed. I would never have been allowed to. Yeah, no. I just wasn't friends with those people. (laughs) Yeah, me either. I wasn't invited. It's not like I was, like, not allowed. It was just like... (laughs) I've never... It's like that um, Jennifer Coolidge quote she just had at the Golden Globes. And she was thanking Mike White for changing her career. And she goes, it's been great. My neighbors are talking to me just changed my career and i'm no i'm serious i never got invited to the parties in my neighborhood now they're all inviting me and i'm like i have never related to something so oh, much Totally, you're not inviting jennifer coolidge to your party and people if you're not being invited to people's parties just remember that jennifer coolidge wasn't either so love that yeah it love means that. at least rory wasn't invited
1: yeah well, and when you get to the party, it's like the whole school was invited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they're
1: getting ready to go. And as she closes the makeup box that she has that looks like a metal briefcase. <laughs> she sees
0: Click, click.
1: One. Yeah, it's what it looks like.
2: 007. She sees the
1: uh, box of cornstarch. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I forgot to throw this away. And Lorelai's like, oh, I'll take care of it. You guys, you know, better get going. She gives her the phone, gives her the cash, says if you're going to be home later than midnight, call me. And Lane's like, we'll be home before midnight. And Lorelai's like, hey, call me. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it, just call me. Which I think is good. Yeah. Good rapport with Lane.
0: Also this part, and I just love it, when she puts, she's like, turn around. And she puts a necklace around uh, Rory's neck. Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to make her look pretty or whatever. Cute or spice up her outfit or... Mm-hmm. It was such a pretty do- mother-daughter moment. Yeah. And it mainly really made me think about Lauren Graham as an actress. And she's never had children. She was not no. a mother at this point in the show. And she still is not. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of benefited her in a way for this show, especially not being a mother in real life. Yeah. Where she can almost relate to Rory like a, a sister or a friend. But mm-hmm. then it's really cool to see these tender moments where we get to see Lauren Graham be motherly. What she would have been mm-hmm. like as a mother. Yeah. I know that's a slightly off topic, but. No, I
1: think it's very relevant, especially to like the directing choices that they make too. Mm-hmm having this scene happen in the mirror too I think is not to be like cliche but it is like a reflection on their relationship and something that brings them together Mm -hmm. we know that Rory has said she struggles with picking out outfits for dates and like putting Mm -hmm. things together and that's something Lorelai is really good at they bond over the fact that Lorelai is better at that than Rory Mm -hmm. so for Lorelai to go above and not even to say it's above and beyond but to give that little extra touch of love and care. And like you're going to a
0: party Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. you know yeah, making she's that feel supportive. special. Yes. And every, yes. you know, just because you broke up with Dean doesn't mean that there's other moments that are going to be special. And Even though this not, is like a house party, but, you know. She's not
1: asking her to wallow anymore. She's yeah. just letting her go, letting her figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And I do think that was not off topic at all. I think that is like a very genuine compliment to Lauren Graham mm-hmm. to be like, while you don't have personal experience to pull from for your acting, you still understand how to have, like, a a tender moment with Mm -hmm. someone. And, I mean, realistically, Lauren Graham probably did look at Alexis Bledel like a daughter because they were in everything together. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of Alexis Bledel... It was Alexis Bledel's, like, first acting job.
0: Mm -hmm. So there is, like, a mother-daughter dynamic dynamic there. And in her new book, Lauren Graham did talk about... Not having children,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this is it is something that women have to deal with if they get to a certain age and they haven't had children. They it can be pointed that there's some kind of lack that they haven't like fulfilled their certain societal, I don't know preconceived their gender
1: norm. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean she addressed that's how she was made to feel, but she said like I got to be a mother in so many different ways in my life, and I believe that you can be a mother in a lot of different ways without actually having your own child Mm -hmm. so you can really see i think that's just like what's really fun for her as an actress is that she was able to play a mother so well and almost work towards usually with acting the more you have experience with something the better you are able to portray that and she always said in her books too like oh i always got pigeon like people who didn't want to actors my age didn't want to be pigeonholed the mother role and this is what drew her to the show was to play Mm -hmm. a mother because it's like a different way of looking at how you can portray a mother on a show. Mm -hmm. You -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Not just I'm stressed out and honey eat your lunch. It's like it's very different. It's multidimensional and she saw that and it's just so cool that I think that it worked to her benefit not being a mother and I don't know. It is super off, to- off topic, but that moment I think is so pretty when she puts the necklace on her.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: It's it's multi-layered that mm-hmm. moment, definitely. And I think too, it shows growth in both of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Without like diving super deep into it, I think that is a very growing moment for them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I love it. But
1: me too. Me too. The directing in this episode is wonderful. I oh, love it. And the writing, of course. Oh. But- before we shift to the next scene, the girls go to the party and Lorelei puts the cornstarch in the closet with all of Rory's other things and she kind of stands there for a moment and then she lifts up this blanket and underneath the blanket is a cardboard box and she takes the cardboard box down and it's filled with a bunch of random stuff and she ends up pulling out Swan's Way, Max's book.
0: So Why didn't she give him his book back? I don't know. Because he told her not to. Oh. I, re- I remember that's why she dropped, she went to drop it off at the school. Mm-hmm. And I think she just kept it. Weird. Yeah. They made out, and then... Yeah, I guess they never addressed that. And they never addressed the book, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose if he she would have gave it back to him, that would have been him being like, yeah, it's over. Maybe. I don't know.
1: But... She finds the book and uh, nostalgia kicks in.
0: So, she had a box of Max stuff already? I think it was a box of men's stuff, like my goal. Stuff. No. <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> oh, so that's I'm, your
1: goal, yes. Yeah, just to
0: start yes. collecting, even I if think it's like it's one day. just
1: date. a box of, you know, random things from different relationships. So, and that happens okay. to be her a trinket for Max. It's a, like, and it's just like so edition. on hand, too. Yeah. That's weird. A first edition of Swan's Way. Oh, just put that in the box.
0: Mm -hmm. No big deal.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So let's see where that takes
2: us.
1: (sighs) Next, we see Lorelai running up the stairs to Suki's house. And Suki answers the door completely distracted because something's going on in the kitchen. And we discover that Jackson is trying to cook her dinner... But she cannot get over the fact that she's been kicked out of the kitchen and not allowed to know how he's making dinner, what he's making, what spoon is he using. And finally he yells at her to sit down and relax after she tries to get Lorelai to go in there and take a picture with a Polaroid camera of what the setup looks like. She sits down. And Lorelai asks if she can borrow her car because she needs to go take care of something. Which to me says I need to go see Max. And that's exactly what she does. Before we end this scene though, I do want to say I love Suki's hair here.
0: I know. She looks so pretty and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sexy.
1: I know. She's cute. And I do love Jackson cooking her dinner. Mm -hmm. And arguing that He's going to do the cooking and the cleaning, and
0: she can't do any of it. It's just (laughs) sweet. It's cute. It's cute to see what's going on in her life. We don't get to see her as much. Mm -mm. But they do a good job when we do get to see her, that she's having her own life. Mm -hmm. And we get to see a little glimpse of what the next stage is in their relationship. Mm -hmm. Where it's starting to seem more like marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's starting to look more
1: comfortable. More every, serious. Yep. Every yeah. time we see them, it's a little bit more serious. They're a little bit more comfortable. It's nice that it does And, doesn't... yeah, it's, like, getting kind
0: of back to, like, when they first met
2: Mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. little bit.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. Where that comfort's getting that there. That flirty, like, yeah. back-and-forth bickering that they have. Yeah. 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 I like to see that. And I think Amy does a great job of giving us those little windows into these other characters' lives mm-hmm. without having it be an entire episode. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the Sookie episode. or Right. It's very accurate to, like, how a town would function. Mm-hmm. It follows everyone in the town. Sure, it's about Lorelai and Rory, but we also get these little moments... Of everybody else, too. Yep. And,
2: and that their I life is that.
0: evolving. It's yep. not, they're just not always, they're, they're not, not just stagnant. there yeah. for Lorelei. Right. You yep. know, she often comes to them like she needs something from Suki, so that's how we see her, but we can see that her life is evolving.
2: Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. I love it. Yeah, me too. We are now at Max Medina's house. Town Max, home. Max, Max Medina. Medina. Max Medina. Max Medina. Lorelai knocks on the door and he's like, Lorelei, what are you doing here? She goes into this whole monologue about how Rory won't wallow because Rory and Dean broke up and Rory asked her how long it took her to get over him. And she was like, I couldn't give her an answer because I can't lie to Rory and I'm a hypocrite and I'm an idiot and I miss you. And he's like, well, do you want to come in? And that's where our little scene ends Mm -hmm. because then we cut right to the Chilton party. But it's, we were just talking about a spoiler alert in case you haven't watched this episode yet they end up sleeping together and we were saying once they sleep together Lorelai kind of checks out again
0: and Elise was like just say you want to sleep with him I said Amy I did not put it eloquently like you just tell him you want to f." and then you said it's called DTF I'm like yeah. I know I just couldn't think of it that moment yeah just tell him that you're DTF like are you and I, re- I respect that Like, if she were just to be like, you know what, I need it, whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's, I don't know, it's more for her than that. It always is. It's like, yes, I think it is part, partly is that she wants to have sex, obviously, but she all, it's almost like she needs them, needs to know to be in the mood for that, that these men are emotionally interested in her.
1: Yeah, she wants to know that he's still hung up on her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if he
1: wasn't, she would just go home. Yeah, she wouldn't want it. Yeah. So, but I
2: don't
1: know. I just... This is where I don't want to stereotype her, but as someone with issues, she has daddy issues. <laughs> she has abandonment issues. I mean, mm-hmm. she can't... She needs attention from men and she needs to know that she's wanted Mm -hmm. because then she'll just once she gets it then she's like well that was fun I'm good she gets scared off it has to be on her terms it Mm -hmm. can't be on their terms so it's kind of like a control thing on top of that Mm -hmm. without they're showing us not telling us that that's kind of an issue for her Mm -hmm. so yeah We are now at the big Chilton party, and Elise and I were just laughing because I don't know if it's that common of knowledge. I feel like it has to be if I know about it, because I'm not really big on, like, how things are filmed or whatever, but most of the time when they do big party scenes like that, it's completely quiet. And so we were laughing at the idea of all of these, like, extras, like, dancing and partying to, like, no music Mm -hmm. at
2: all.
1: I don't think I could do that. I would not enjoy it. No. I mean, it'd be cool to be in the show, but at the same time, I'd be laughing my ass off. Oh, I
0: know. I've seen some pretty... It makes me think of even, like, Black Swan, you know, when she's in the yeah. club scene. Yeah. Like, you, it's like that music's so intense, it really helps you as mm-hmm. an actor, and she did so well without that.
2: Oh, it, I, if, yeah. It,
0: I mean, unless they did something, and I don't know, that they the music sometimes they do but yeah i've seen footage where you can see it and there's no no music playing i know it's hilarious <laughs> it's
1: yeah madeline louise and paris greet rory and lane right away and of course madeline and louise each have like a guy they ask where dean is and she's like oh he just didn't come Because that's easier to say than to tell them. Louise does ask her right away, don't tell me you broke up. Mm -hmm. Rory's like, oh no, he just didn't come. Those two girls end up going to the pool house with these two guys and leave Paris behind. Rory asks Paris if she knows where they can get like a soda to drink. And Paris is like, follow me. I'm not slowing down though, so... You know, try to keep up if you can. They get to the soda area. Immediately, Lane sees an attractive Korean boy. And she's like, oh, great. And he's making he's making eyes at her. He's walking towards her, and she's like, I can't do this. He asks Lane if she would like to dance. And Lane says, okay, you know, one dance won't hurt anything. She tells Rory, if I'm not back after one dance, you have come down with a disease and come save me, whatever. Rory says, okay, that's fine. And Paris is like, this is her first party and she already has a date and I'm stuck being the soda monitor. And she does tell Rory that she has to stay at the party until 10.30. And because Rory's like, why? And she goes, well, my mom thinks I'm not socialized enough. She's like, my mom's making me. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, as an adult, <laughs> funny. there are times where I go to something and I'm like, I'm leaving at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> no matter what. I have to be out by 9. Oh, yeah. And even
0: my husband and I will say, "Okay,
1: we're gonna leave by eight o'clock. That's our goal,
0: yeah. I relate to um Paris and Rory at a party. That's how I feel. Mhm, yeah, but we're more wallflowers,
1: so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I will also say." Rory kind of separates from Paris at that point and is kind of just watching the party. Mm -hmm. And she stumbles upon Tristan and Summer fighting because she was locked in the bathroom with another boy. And Tristan was like, why were you in there? Why was the door locked? And Summer tells him that nothing was happening and he is beside himself. And it's an interesting contrast to Rory's situation to see the other side this relationship wasn't as serious i mean one can assume
0: wasn't as serious as dean and rory but it still hurts yeah and we're also seeing a different side to tristan too Mm because all we have known him as is like this hot shot yeah he just uses girls and goes Mm -hmm. that's my that was how i took him as a character
1: yeah me too and
0: this kind of Softens him. Yeah. A lot. So is, you know, is this like for Tristan? Is this like the first girl that's ever done that to him? Has he gotten a taste of his own medicine? hmm Or has it, or is this kind of how he is? Like, does he find a girl that he likes? And then is more the forlorn type? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But it is an interesting look.
2: hmm
1: And I think because Rory is such an empathetic person, she can sense that he's upset that something's off Mm -hmm. and it'll it'll play a part later on we are back with max and lorelei just going at it wasting no time and suddenly max says hold on we've got to we've got to think this through you sit over there and i'll sit over here and i'm gonna put this table in between us and he's just like spiraling it's like breathing heavy. Yeah, very heavy. And that's why I'm laughing because we're like, <laughs> it reminded Elise of Forrest Gump when the the principal comes to like sleep with his mom and he comes back out and he's like, yo mama sure does care about your schooling, boy. And then Forrest is like, he, 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 <laughs> like mimicking the sound of this man sleeping with his mother. But he is like super out of breath. And Lorelei really isn't. Even. No. No. <laughs> She's pretty calm and cool. Mm-hmm. But he's like, How are you? She's like, I'm good. He's like, You do look good. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's too what? much. It's too much. Uh, and no. they they are just like, He's like, I've been thinking a lot about our relationship, and she's like, Well, I haven't been thinking about it all because if I think about it, then I'm overthinking. <laughs> and he's like, Oh wow, I'm really flattered. And it's like, Okay, it's and so telling that she has not been thinking about it. At I know, all. I know. Max has not come up with a solution for their situation, but they end up like tossing the table aside he's and like just, screw this yeah
0: just <laughs> like grabs her and it's like he throws that table i'm sorry i would have broke out laughing i've been like what what oh, uh, like why i've never personally been in that situation <laughs> no one's no. ever wanted me that much and i don't want them to because i'd be laughing it's
1: creepy And also, I'd be like,
0: that was a really nice table. I know. It had a really nice (laughs) pottery on there. I know. It was a nice, nice, like, pottery vase. That's gone. Well,
1: a little dramatic, I think. I understand Lorelai is a catch, but, man. (laughs) At what cost? Do you ruin your furniture over it? I don't know. Uh, No. 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 (laughs) Back to the Chilton party. Lane is still dancing with Henry, and Rory goes to check on her like a good friend and says, Am I sick yet? And Lane says, I think it's just allergies, insinuating that things are fine. Rory decides to find a place to look for a book, and she runs into Paris, and Paris asks her what time it is. Rory says it's 1035, and she's like, Yes, bye! And she's like... (coughs) dashes to the she door. Books it. Yep. It's so funny. Excellent, excellent. She Rory finds a place to sit and takes her book out. And Tristan and Summer are in the room. They're bickering back and forth. And she's like, stop yelling at me. T- kinda like,
0: I'm sick of you calling me your girlfriend.
1: Yeah, 20 times a day. I'm sick of hearing I'm your girlfriend 20 times a day. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, can we talk about this? Can we just go? And she's like, actually, I think we're going to break up. And that's that. And there's this moment where Tristan notices that Rory is in the room as this happens, and he kind of wallows away. I'm sure it would not have been as big of a deal if Rory hadn't been in the room when he was broken up with. I think that gave it a, a bigger element of disappointment or feelings of upset, being upset over it. And Rory's kind of stuck now, like Do I feel bad enough for him that I go find him and (laughs) talk to him? Or do I read
0: my book? Uh, I would not go after him because that would kind of come off like you like him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and she can't anyway because Lane immediately
1: comes in. Oh, yeah. And says, we have to go right now. I'm falling for someone that my parents would approve of. And she goes through all the reasons why Mr. and Mrs. Kim would love Henry. She's like, this isn't okay. We have to leave right now. She grabs Rory. Henry meets them halfway and says, oh, you have to go? You don't have time for one more dance? And Rory's like, no, I have a really strict mother. Like, we can't go. We have to go right now. And he's like, really, not one more? And Rory's like, no. And Lane goes, okay, one more is fine. She's like, I'll be back and runs off with him and leaves Rory alone again. So now Rory is back to navigating this huge party alone when... She's already kind of in her feelings. And I think this moment is kind of leading up to her opening up the bottle of feelings. Because mm-hmm. she's realizing it is a lot lonelier now. When you're at a party, like, wall-to-wall people and you feel alone, mm-hmm. that is a different kind of alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a sad alone. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just... You process things differently in those situations, mm-hmm. and I'm sure seeing Tristan going through a breakup too starts
0: to kind of hit home with her. Mm-hmm. Although she was being pretty practical in that moment where she's like, "Oh, my friend wants to stay. I guess I'll just go read." hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's can entertain herself. Yeah. It's still different. Yeah.
1: No matter how you look at it. I think while she's sitting there reading a book, it's not like her focus is going to only be on that at a big party like that. Oh, yeah, totally. So I I just get the sense that, like, all of these little things happening are, like, building and building and building pressure until it's just going to (laughs) release. We are back with Max and Lorelai in bed. Implying that they just slept together, which we knew was coming.
0: (laughs) And... Laura, like, grabs his face and she's like, you are a wonderful wonderful man. man. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just... She does say, I didn't intend on that happening. And it's like, shut up, Lorelai. Yes, you did. Why else would you go over there? I'm sorry. You know the two of you can't... Yeah, you're driving there at night. You know the two of you can't have a conversation without making out or doing something inappropriate. Not that sleeping together is inappropriate. I'm just talking about (laughs) what they did at Chilton. And it's like, you know what you're doing. So... He decides, because she's like, I have to get Suki's car back. And he's like, Oh, so that's it? You're going to hit it and quit it? Yeah. And you can tell in her eyes that she's like, Yeah, (laughs) that's it.
0: (laughs) And he's like, I think that we should talk on the phone on a regular basis. I mean, really talk for hours and hours. No, he doesn't say that, but... No, but
1: that's... you get the impression that he's like, any time you have a waking
0: moment, we need to be on the phone together. We need to be talking. So immediately he goes right back into, we need to be... Clingy. Clinging with each other.
1: Yeah. Back to the pressuring. We need to be talking and on the phone. it's
0: weird that he said phone, too. Does Why? that mean... Well... I don't know. You're the one well. No, I mean, like, okay. I think it's weird. Like, we need to be talking on the phone regular on a regular basis.
1: I wonder if it's because that be- they can't trust themselves in yeah. the same room. So he's yeah. like, if we're talking on the phone, we can't end up having sex every time we
0: talk. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I think too. It's just, yeah. What's the point then? Just gonna. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. And the... I have friends. I have girlfriends. I can talk on the phone with for hours. But yeah, and I don't want to talk also, on the phone with like, you for hours. Right. And what makes you think
1: that if I have free time, I want to talk to you on the phone? Yeah, on a regular basis. This is like before people use cell phones the way we do too. Yeah. So it's like. Oh, okay. I'm just going to be attached to my wall for three hours mm-hmm. while I talk to you on the
0: phone. Like, get over yourself. I mean, that was more common back, yeah. back then, definitely. All I know is when he says we should be on the phone on a regular basis, like, my skin crawls. Like, I feel. It I makes me feel panicky. Yes. I feel so panicked. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Your fight or flight. Kicks yes. In. And, like,
0: my stomach turns and I'd be like, what? What? Yeah. I would have to, like... I'd be panicking. I would change my phone number. I would... I would go on Craigslist, buy a car with cash, (laughs) I'd dye my hair black, buy a Kit Kat, and I'd Gone Girl my ass out of there. Buy a Kit Kat? Yep. Have you seen Gone
1: Girl? I have, but here's the thing. I saw that movie... And then, like last year, I was like, oh, Brynn, we should watch Gone Girl. I've wanted to watch that. And he's like, we did watch that. Mm-hmm. Don't remember a single thing about it. Oh, I could probably lucky. watch it right now and I would have no idea.
0: Oh my God. I've seen it so many times. I love it. All Especially right. the beginning. The beginning of Gone Girl till you find out she the twist the twist got it i don't really like the Correct. end as much but yeah i'll have to watch it again but yeah she buys a she's like basically has this amazing monologue one of the best monologues i've i've ever seen <laughs> but she buys a car in craigslist and Craig's gets the heck out of dodge and she has a kit kat in the pes- passenger side because she's always mm. been eating healthy and she's just like Fuck got it. it i'm gonna eat chocolate and got it Okay, Okay, it didn't hit. This reference?
1: Uh, it probably will hit for some people. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: It just didn't hit with me. I'm so much happier now that I'm dead. Well, technically missing. <laughs> okay, anyway. I watched Adam Sandler movies and ate cold pizza and remained a size two. I was living in the moment. I was fucking game. That's my Amy Dunn monologue. Okay. You don't have to include this. <laughs> I'm including it because I think no. it's great. I think you should watch Gone Girl. Okay. But let's watch. Uh, let's talk about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. No, it makes my skin crawl. It's gross. It makes me sick. It feels like very predatory. I I'm
1: preying on you. You need to call me. Yeah. I need to know where you are because at that point. You could call me, at least, anywhere. I could pick up the phone anywhere in the world and answer the phone and talk to you. Back then, if he'd call her house and she's not home, where are you? Yeah. What are you doing? You know? It's just like... You'd be checking in with me. Yeah. It's like tracking. Mm-hmm. It's
0: gross. I don't It's just... It gives
1: I. It's
0: icky. Oh. Yeah. You've learned nothing. No. Not a thing. And I know that's not the reason they broke up. They broke up because he initiated it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that was the root cause of the beginning fight was right. his
1: stuff like that. But they agreed to talk. And then he starts kissing her again. And she's like, I thought we were going to be talking. And he's like, screw talking. And then they start making out. And that's where the scene ends. And it's
0: like, good God, Lorelai, get a grip, girl. Yep. And uh, that whole phone conversation, too, I'm going to say that's sort of foreshadowing oh, yeah. the last episode. Yeah.
1: I do want to reiterate that we do love this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. This might sound really conceited, but I do listen to our our own podcast in the car. Well, I do, too. We're at work. And I think it's good because it helps me think about other things for, like, future episodes. me too. But I was listening to that damn Donna Reed in my car, and I I messaged Elise, and I was like, do you think people know that we like the show? (laughs) Because sometimes it sounds like we really don't. But I will remind you, we love the show. We just don't
0: love the men. (laughs) Not all of them. Not all of them, yes. It's just very concentrated on a certain coffee shop owner. Right, exactly.
1: Rory makes her way to Tristan, who is playing on the piano. I don't think she, like, seeks him out. I think she stumbles upon him, Mm -hmm. sitting in this room alone, plucking out keys on the piano, and she tells him she's really sorry about him and summer says i don't want to talk about her she asks him how he did on a test and they're sitting there together and she said i just thought i'd catch up on some reading yeah 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 i thought i would just catch up on some reading and he goes you're really odd you know that and he asks about dean and she tells him that they broke up and Tristan takes this moment to apologize to Rory for the way he's treated her. And she says, oh, that's okay. You're, you know, going through a lot, whatever. And he goes, no, I wasn't, I was not very kind to you. And they have, like, this moment where they, they're looking at each other. And he goes in for a kiss. And she does kiss him back. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a...
0: Big moment of silence of him just looking at her. Yeah, kind of gauging the situation, I think. Yeah, to see if she would... And I almost kind of thought that she felt
1: that in it, too. I think so, too. And then I think when she kissed back,
0: she realized, this is not... I can't do this. I'm not ready to kiss other guys yet. No, But it's interesting because if she gauged it that he was going to go in for a kiss... I think old Rory would have, not old Rory, but, you know, like a couple weeks ago, Rory would have just got up and said something, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. got out of that situation. I think because
1: she is in the situation that she's in, I think she's a little softer, more empathetic to the situation. Mm -hmm. This is like a common trope where when two people are going through a breakup or something sad happens and they're put together, they'll kiss or sleep together or, you know, process that's how they grieve or process what's going on. So we get to see that with Rory and Tristan. And it it seems out of character for Rory, but at the same time we have to remember she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't fully understand what's happening. I don't think he fully understands either. Mm-hmm. But there is like this moment of agreement between the two of them,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. it's not like he just dove in for the kiss. Yeah, they looked at each other. There was like this unspoken, like, yeah, let's kiss. Yeah, let's see what happens. And she like gets very teary eyed and runs off. Yeah, she cries.
0: And he's not like, a good sign if you first kiss a girl and she cries and yeah. runs away. <laughs>
1: He's like, do I bite your lip or something? And she's like, no, it's not you. And she runs off trying to find Lane. She finds Lane. She's like, we have to go. And Lane does not hesitate. She's like, I have to leave. And he's like, can I at least have your number? And she's like, look up Kim. We're the only Kims in Stars Hollow. And follows Rory out. At that point, then we fade to Lorelai coming home. And she sets her keys down. And she looks up. And Rory's sitting on the couch with this massive massive tub. It's like a two gallon tub of ice cream of Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia and cookie dough ice cream. And she says, I'm ready to wallow now. For this episode, we didn't really have a recipe per se. So we decided to make our own wallow board for Rory. And we did Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream and Bagel Bites. Mm-hmm. I hate cookie dough ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I like Ben and Jerry's in general, but cookie dough ice cream is like the worst.
0: Oh, I kind of like it. And I'm not really a huge ice cream girl. Mm. I'm a mint chip. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, that's Dean's ice cream. I'm pretty sure. Too.
1: I think it is. I'm, that
0: is my favorite since I was like a little girl. So if I'm going to do ice cream, it's mint chip. But, yeah, this was great. I like to dip my um, bagel bite into the ice cream. <laughs> oh, my God. And I like bagel bites, too.
1: I don't like bagel bites.
0: Wow. Well,
1: so, for me, her wallow... This wallow board was, like, a 2 out of
0: 5. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a 4. I think... If I was going to wallow, it would be mint chip. And uh why would it do pizza i don't know what else i would, would wallow with
1: i would wallow with cheesecake
0: oh cheese i would wallow <coughs> <with> cheese <laughs> <laughs> just like a like a big just like a, a, a charcuterie
1: like, board of cheese
0: what's that you you ate a whole wheel of cheese i'm not even mad i'm just impressed <laughs> like Anchorman. man yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that was, I mean, it was, I didn't mind it. I'm sorry for you, though.
1: It's okay. okay. I'll be fine.
0: Hopefully <laughs> I have
1: nothing to wallow about what, for what a is, while. So
0: yours is cheesecake. Yeah. I love cheesecake, too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just the best.
0: Would you wallow with anything else?
1: Maybe buttered noodles and cheesecake.
0: Buttered noodles, no.
1: Oh, yeah. Bryn makes great buttered noodles.
0: Mm-hmm. Get, like, a Reuben sandwich. Ugh. Extra sauerkraut.
1: Ugh! (laughs) I'm worried about your wallowing choices. Lorelai doesn't hesitate. She sits right down and grabs a pillow, puts it in her lap. Lorelai, or Rory, puts her head down, and she calls Joe and Elise and I were kind of laughing because she like whispers on the phone because it's, it's, it's a gentle Hi, moment, Joe. but it's it's like you don't have to whisper. I'm
2: gonna need a, a large
0: pizza with a pepperoni and stuff with everything sausage. on it, with Joe, everything on it, Joe. Yeah, Thanks. poor Joe's like yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then we were like, "Are you Joe's okay? like, All
1: right, she must be wallowing, then," you know. <laughs> but we end with the wallowing. Yeah. So she gets to that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what put her over the edge was the kiss.
0: She's probably tired too. Oh yeah. She was she up was at like 4am, like, like yeah. rearranging the living room, did all those errands, went to a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't give herself any
1: time. So mm-hmm. she's burnt out. It's like a toddler. When a toddler doesn't get a nap, they overexert themselves to the point of pure exhaustion mm-hmm. and they can't function. Yep. And that happens and I I think I guess I'm surprised that it all hit her on the same day. But Mm -hmm. you're right, she just kept going and going
0: and going and didn't stop and didn't have sleep Mm -hmm. and sometimes like that that's it for me too. If Mm -hmm. I'm just so exhausted.
1: Yep. It will just
0: yeah, crash down. Yeah.
1: Yep. So she met her her breaking point, her rock bottom of this situation, and has decided to wallow. Mm -hmm. And that's where we end this episode. So what that's a fun episode. I know such a good episode. This is really when it starts to like pick back up again. I mm-hmm. think there is like a little bit of a lull there yeah, for a while. There
0: was a little like, yep. Little and I it. can tell the episodes are getting better because our episodes get longer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Cause there was a point we were talking about it. I'm like, you know, we have, there is a slow where we've discussed so much of this already and we haven't had new stuff come in to really Mm to discuss that's why the episodes are a little bit shorter but
1: Mm -hmm. um our next episode is episode 18 the third lorelei and did you watch happy days yes i mean i'm not i have not seen every episode but no but i watched it on nick at night Mm -hmm. um mrs cunningham plays lorelei the first Mm -hmm. I really enjoy this episode because we get to see a side of Emily we haven't seen before. It's great, 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 great character development. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to wrapping up the season. So we're recording these ahead of time, and we will be finishing recording season one at the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to do season two. I cannot wait. (laughs) Me too. So it'll be a lot of fun. My husband will be joining us for the season finale. And I think we're going to get a little off topic because he's been keeping track of his thoughts from all of the episodes on his feelings about what we say. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: And um, he's got a lot of feelings. And he tries to talk to me about it as he's listening. And I'm like, save it for the podcast. Just save it. Let's just air it all out. So it'll be a lot of fun. But Maybe that
0: will have to be a part two. That
1: might have to be a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah, true. So we'll see when we get there. But let's gear up for our little town meeting. We call this town meeting to order. All right, we're going to keep this town meeting short and sweet. For this episode, we had 26 pop culture references. And by the time this video is posted, that TikTok will already be up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Elise is working very hard on getting all of the references in one video, which is very admirable because I don't know how to TikTok at all.
0: It's very, actually very, I for this one, I did... Start um, And in the process Of a playbook for it Yeah Because it's actually Very TikTok is very difficult Because they only lo- Let you Add so many overlays Sure And I figured out How to hack the system You yeah. <laughs> because girl i would be making a video and then all the way halfway through it'd be like you've reached max of overlays to use so then i'd have to restart because you need the overlays for it to work but if you i just want people to know you ever come into the situation where you need to like use it if you need to use overlays in a tiktok it seems like you can use as many as you want so far if you do it all in one setting you cannot exit out of the editing at all okay so you just got to power through it might take really long so for me i ha- i have to have a playbook for it but i think this one's gonna be a lot of fun it's
1: always funny because elise and i like generally text throughout the day mm-hmm. and if we text each other and the other one doesn't text back we know it's because we're working on the <laughs> podcast and we'll be like are you gg right now
2: yeah
0: <laughs> My supervisor at work caught me TikTokking, working on the oh really pop culture. Oops, yeah, You're oops. like yeah. Well, <laughs> I just like all of a sudden I turned around and he was there, and he's like, "You're on your phone, <laughs> making yep. a Gilmore Girls TikTok." Yeah, so yeah,
1: we gotta find the time when we can, people. I it's- had my work
0: done. It, I'm like. I, I was like, I know you always see me and then somehow you always catch me when I'm on my phone. I'm not on my phone all the time. I actually do get work done because you can look. Like, work is completed. That was a very, like, Lorelai delivery of that. Probably because I just watched
1: this episode with you. (laughs) Yes. That will be out by the time this comes out, because we're trying to be ahead of the game. If this is your first time listening, we also have a playlist on Apple and Spotify of season one music references. We also have on Pinterest the full book reference list and a full movie reference list. I'm still working on TV. That will be the last one. Mm -hmm. We are working really hard on Instagram to find great accounts to, you know, follow and, and look at with Gilmore Girls content. So if you have any that you notice we are not following, or even TikTok accounts for that matter, please let us know because I'd love to... Yeah, add us. Like... A little at mark yeah let us know because we would love to follow it's fun to see what other people are doing that love the show Mm -hmm. so that's all we have for you today so like I said next week will be season 1 episode 18 the third Lorelai please like and subscribe give us a follow leave us a review we'd love to have you I know we have listeners now on iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts and Amazon Music so welcome welcome we're glad you're here and we will see you next time and
0: um rent gone girl and get on girl and get a kit kat bar dye your hair back buy a car on craigslist and cash get the hell out of town and and don't forget to grow up Gilmore. <laughs> bye <laughs>